10 tips for new ESL teachers. Becoming an ESL teacher can be scary. You are teaching students in a language different from their own, helping them communicate and giving them the opportunity to improve all related skills. In today's video, I will share 10 tips for new ESL teachers. Chunk lessons. Student concentration can only last a few minutes, especially with younger learners. So instead of doing long lectures or stretched out activities, break your lessons into shorter, more manageable chunks. Introductory activities to get students to talk. Explanation of the topic of the day, an overview of what students will be doing. Practice activities, explaining grammar with examples. Get them to practice, produce and present to class. Final ending activity perhaps a group or review game. We can see through social media apps like TikTok that student attention spans are becoming shorter. To be honest, ours is as well. So instead of complaining, we need to teach in a way that is more conducive to them learning by adding variety and switching up activities. When we vary different activities during class, it resets students' attention and helps them practice multiple skills. You control the flow of the lesson, which makes it more engaging, allowing your students to concentrate better. To repeat, break your classes into smaller chunks, do a variety of activities, use pair or group work, take feedback after each activity so that they recognize the importance of actually doing it. Engage your learners. Students learn better if they are interested in the teacher who then teaches in an engaging way. Ask questions. If you show text, let them read. Make learning part of their lives by integrating their interests and experiences. The more connections you make between the content and the learners, the better they will internalize the knowledge and learn. We are often told to limit TTT, teacher talking time. But what is the alternative? Use yourself as a quick example when explaining topics or grammar then immediately ask a student to share their experience in the same way. After that, turn to other students to elaborate or to restate what the classmates said or give another example. If you are constantly engaging your learners, they have no choice but to stay alert and be ready to answer. ESL teachers that don't engage their learners do teaching a great disservice. So work on your social skills and captivate your learners. Many teachers say they don't want to be clowns, which is fine. You want to be entertaining, not entertainment. Be expressive, create a classroom climate of inclusion and build rapport with your learners. Have fun without becoming a clown for your students. If you have a healthy and caring relationship with them, you will positively influence their attitude, behavior, and learning experience. Showing interest and caring about your students' lives is an important part of being a teacher and establishes a beneficial learning climate. Apply mutual respect, give plenty of encouragement, and smile. A student-centered classroom is the key to creating excitement in class and increases engagement and focus. Build student confidence. Part of your job as an English teacher is to help your students be more confident in themselves and in their ability to communicate in English. How do you build confidence? 
by putting them in uncomfortable situations, succeeding and gaining experience. Get your students to talk about themselves. Practice useful, valuable skills and praise their efforts. You do this by role-playing situations, giving them an opportunity to share experiences in English. Give them useful advice in everything ranging from body language tips, public speaking and structuring their thoughts. No matter the age of your students, motivation is key to success. So tap into their needs and desires. Why do they want to learn English? Why would it be useful? How can they use it in their lives? Do they need it for their careers in the future? Do they want to enroll in foreign universities? Do they need to pass exams or acquire certifications? Find out whatever their motivation might be and then use it as a tool to direct their minds and actions to be better English learners. Remind them of it often. If they are too young to understand what their intrinsic motivation is, in that case, learning games are essential for teaching English. These group games serve as a fun way to learn and practice the skills you are teaching. Winning games serves as a reward for learning English, which pushes them to improve. Motivating learners and building their self-confidence is integral to being a successful teacher. Classroom management. The biggest worry most teachers have is maintaining discipline in their classes. How do they manage difficult students and control classes? Before we get into some classroom management tips, remember, most students don't misbehave in English classes that are fun and in which they are appropriately challenged. So make sure that you are prepared for your classes with sufficient material and engaging activities planned to prevent classroom misbehavior. But even in the best run classes, there will be issues. So let's look at some things to consider. Get to know your students' names and use it often. Create a routine in class where students know exactly what will happen and what is expected of them. Establish classroom rules early. Practice and repeat in role plays and explanations. Set boundaries. Be friendly with your students, but don't let them take advantage of you and stretch the rules. Explain clearly what is expected of them and how they should behave. Do not take misbehavior personally. Explain the rules to class, be ready to lecture them like a disappointed parent would, and if individual students act out, remind them of the rules and ask to see them personally later to discuss their behavior or actions. You do not want to get into an argument with a child. You are better than that. Keep your status as the leader in class. Punish the behavior, not the learner. A practical tip is to give a general warning. Then, if it persists, write the name of the student on the board. If they continue, follow up with strikes. After three strikes, ask to see them after class. Remember, the best way to avoid misbehavior is to stop it before it happens. Look out for students that are not on task. Set them to work. Have fun engaging classes that help them stay focused and out of trouble. Number five, clear communication. Speak slowly, loudly, and clearly. Use simple words to teach, explain, 
and give instruction without overcomplicating things. It doesn't matter if you speak with an accent. The important thing is that your students understand you. How would you feel if you were trying to learn something but the teacher wasn't clear in their communication? Over enunciate. I often see teachers speaking to their learners as if they were native speakers. Fast, using slang and idioms, overcomplicated vocabulary and too many contractions. Can't, wanna, should've. Hi everyone, today we're going to talk about hobbies. What's your favorite recreational activity? What? Cat got your tongue? They justified by saying that the students should become familiar with it. No, don't do that. Slow down. Be clear, especially at the start. Later, you can progressively speed up. Hi everyone, today we will talk about hobbies. Jenny, do you like music? Who is your favorite singer? When it comes to students using their native language, the less they use, the better for their English growth. In many classes, there is a no home language rule, but it depends on you and the level of your learners. Also teach common English instructions that you will use in class. Some teachers place posters around their class with instructions translated into the student's language. This will make their and your life easier. Also, engaging. Don't be monotonous in your speech. Add character and cadence. Be expressive when you teach. Students look at your facial expressions for clues and pay better attention if the teacher expresses emotion with their voice. High, low, a little faster, a little slow. Teachers are actors at heart and you have to captivate your audience to keep them engaged. Number six, multiple skills. English has many different skills students have to learn. The most important of which is speaking, but you should practice multiple skills at the same time as it allows the students to learn in many ways instead of only relying on one. Explain verbally, write instructions on the board, give them examples, ask them questions to check their listening and understanding, insert grammar you want them to learn, give them opportunities to practice their speaking with a partner. It could include situational role plays and practical lessons that prove useful to students in their lives. Many teachers believe that we are preparing students for future jobs or traveling. But education should be practical. When students learn things that they feel are applicable in their lives, they realize the value and learn to show off to their peers and parents. When it's useful, they learn better. We are also fortunate that there are many sources of authentic material to use in the modern world. Find out what their interests are, what they are watching on YouTube, what games they are playing. When creating dialogues, set it as popular characters or current celebrities. The internet is a fantastic resource filled with audio, video, and written sources. I did a video with the 20 best websites for ESL teachers. 
you can find it in the description below. The domains of language acquisition, speaking, writing, reading, listening, need to be equally exercised across content areas with every lesson, assuring that students are using them all to support their English language development is essential. Number seven, create classroom routines. Students need to understand how your classes are generally run. How are they structured? What are some general activities that you use? What is expected of them? Start class with some questions to individuals. Do roll call. Have a set way of teaching and activities that students can rely on. Explain grammar in a similar way. End class with a team game to review. Once you've ingrained the structure of your lessons with your class, they can adjust better and focus on learning. Teachers are constantly looking for more activities and ideas for class, which is great. You want to find the most suitable activities that students enjoy. But you don't have to find a new chant or new activity or classroom game for every class. Instead, find the best four or five, then rotate through them every couple of lessons. You see, students love repetition, especially doing things they understand, but you don't want them to become bored with the activities. Also, if students are really into a game or activity, don't let it carry on for too long as they will grow bored and get off task. Also, they will be left thinking that the activity has grown boring. Rather end it a bit earlier with them begging for more. Then a few classes later, when you do the activity again, they will love repeating it. Number eight, repetition. Repetition equals retention. For many language learners and their teachers, repetition is highly valued. Whether it be repeating vocabulary, grammar, conjunctions, sounds, or phrases, it is so ingrained in many people's thoughts on education that they find it hard to see language learning without this practice as a core part of it. So, repeat the pronunciation of tricky words. The monarchy is when a queen is in charge. Monarchy. Repeat instructions. I want you to sit down with your friend. Write down five questions and answers about your weekend. Write down five questions and answers about your weekend. And when a student makes an error, a softer way to fix it is to repeat their sentence correctly. She is playing computer every day. Oh, really? She plays computer every day? Repetition also supports comprehension. So don't be shy to repeat things often to your classes. Remember, for singular nouns, add an S to the verb. Johnny, what did I just say? Singular verbs like he, she, the boy, the class, studies, eats, add the S. Also, drilling sentences can be a monotonous but efficient way of teaching, almost like reciting tables in math. Get students to chant specific grammar to practice sentence structure. I would like to leave. She would like to go. The class would like to play a game. Students also need to review what they have learned. 
Look back at previous classes and see how much they can recall. It will increase their confidence because it proves that they have learned something. Some teachers like to review what they did the previous class to remind their students. Some each month and others before important tests. Speaking of getting students to review tests, what I like to do is split the class into groups. Each group has to review some work. For example, if we have three groups, group one will review unit one, group two will review unit two, and group three will review unit three. They should look at important vocabulary, good expressions, and useful grammar in their units. Give them five to 10 minutes to do that. Then create new groups. Place one student from each into a new group so that each unit is covered. Now each student is a teacher of their original unit. They have to explain that to the rest of the group members, unit one, two, and three. Just a fun way of getting the students to review. Number nine, positive classroom atmosphere. Students need a safe and supportive learning environment, especially when learning a foreign language. As their teacher, it's your responsibility to create a positive climate in which they can learn, practice and flourish without fear. While you need to draw attention to certain language errors, you can't be too critical or judgmental. Under no circumstances should you have an ironic or discouraging tone. A positive classroom environment is one in which students feel comfortable sharing their thoughts, taking risks, asking questions and confronting challenges in their learning. An educator can create this type of environment by presenting clear classroom expectations, providing opportunities to improve social skills, building relationships with their students and offering relevant content. In this type of classroom setting, students feel as though educators value their input. From here, students can become more active participants in the learning process, which makes for a more productive learning environment. Build rapport by greeting students by their names and taking time to interact with each one individually. I like to ask students a question about their lives when they enter class. That gets them to open up and shows them that I care. It breaks the ice as they start speaking sooner rather than later. Hi, how are you today? What did you do yesterday? Anything special happening this week? Have high but realistic academic expectations for all students. Establish clear and consistent behavioral expectations. Encourage collaboration because it can lead to more engaging classes. Establish routine. A lot of children thrive on having a dependable daily routine in some aspect of their lives. Knowing what to expect when they walk into your classroom can create a sense of normalcy for students. Set rules and expectations. Provide guidelines such as classroom rules and expectations is an important way to let students know what behavior is acceptable. Reframe mistakes as learning opportunities. Mistakes are teachable moments and can help students learn how to cope with future mistakes and failures and feel more comfortable taking risks. Use humor. Humor helps students feel comfortable and at ease in the classroom. 
However, make sure you keep the mood positive and avoid sarcasm. Help students access the support they need. Students should feel free to ask you questions about the content or activities. A positive classroom environment is one where students are able to express their feelings. Encourage students to let you know if they or their peers are feeling overwhelmed or stressed. Help them learn to ask for what they need. Number 10. Feedback. As a teacher, you have to correct mistakes. This is your responsibility. Otherwise, your students may not improve their accuracy or fluency. In most cases, we want our students to feel safe in our classes so we don't overcorrect everything they say. Prioritize the mistakes and correct the most important issues. Identify patterns in their mistakes and be realistic. Not every single error has to be corrected. Students may feel estranged and unwilling to contribute more to a lesson if you stop them every time they make a mistake. Instead, we have to focus on what is important and guide them to fluency. So, in the case of accuracy, we can explain and fix errors immediately. In my case, I immediately fix common errors that students shouldn't be making. Hi Sarah, how are you? I'm fine and you? Good, but we have to say and you. In Korean, they write and you as and you, but I want you to say and you. If we want to focus on fluency, we wait till later to help them. Let students complete their speaking, then find an unobtrusive moment to correct their error. One way of doing it is to take notes about the mistakes your students make while performing in class. Then give general feedback to everyone without using their names. How to give positive feedback. I like to use the feedback sandwich. Praise them for something they did well, give them corrective feedback and end with another kind word to keep them motivated. Thank you, David. I enjoyed your passion for the topic. But remember, I want an introduction where you introduce yourself and a call to action at the end. But I really enjoyed the funny pictures you chose for your presentation. Regularly check that students understand the lesson. When teachers regularly check the understanding in the classroom, students become increasingly aware of monitoring their own understanding, which serves as a model for good study skills. It also helps ensure that students are learning, thinking, understanding, comprehending, and processing at higher levels. Don't simply ask, are there any questions? This is not an effective way to gauge what all students are thinking. Waiting until the end of class to see what people know is not going to provide timely feedback. Also, don't assume that students understand because they smile or nod their heads. Sometimes they don't want to be embarrassed. Instead, ask meaningful questions to individual students to check their understanding. John, What's the time right now? Jenny, what time do you eat lunch? Oh, you don't know? Uh, James, can you help her out? 
What time is lunch? Taking a moment in class to question students will not only help you see how much they understand, it gives them an opportunity to show what they've learned and places you in the role of leader, the one asking questions. To be an ESL teacher is all about being mindful. Mindful of your students, mindful of what they want to achieve in class, and mindful of our role as facilitator to access that knowledge and skills. Watch this video for 10 tips for new teachers.